0: And a very good evening to you and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027. This program is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8. And I always talk to someone who is interesting and noteworthy. And my guest tonight is Tracy Matthews, who's a music and movement therapist specializing in early childhood development. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Richard. It's great to be here.
0: And early childhood development is, I think, incredibly important we have an early childhood person in our family at the moment, my granddaughter, and I can just see from things she does, she's a year old now, how she's starting to react to all sorts of things, how important this period is. She's little still, but tell us what you mean by early childhood for a start, from when to when?
1: Absolutely, early childhood development is of paramount importance and i work with children from s- uh, seven and below so basically from babies up to age seven
0: and from how babyish
1: from tiny babies my youngest joiners in my groups were six weeks i've had a few children join at six weeks six weeks six weeks um, so i always say to mummies as soon as they feel ready to take on going out and making a commitment they can join. At six weeks old, it's more about putting the child in a stimulating environment, yeah. uh, exposing them to rhythm, to different tones, and just to the social element. They, children are like sponges. They're always listening and taking things in, especially the youngest ones. I think we often underrepresent how very active their minds are because their bodies aren't so developed.
0: Yeah, and I can see it in the one-year-old that we have around, yeah. the grandchild. is She just soaks everything up. It's mm-hmm. wonderful to watch, actually. And this weekend, We were handing a banana and she would hand it to Gran and then Gran would give it back and she would hand it to me and then we could swap that around and she learnt very quickly That if I gave it to her, she had to give it to someone else other than me. And to predict the directionality. And to predict it. It was fantastic to watch. And she's just a year old now. It was fascinating. I'm sure you do that sort of stuff
1: too. Yes, all sorts of things like that. Uh, We do lots of passing around different instruments, different tones to play with, different textures, a lot of sensory play for the youngest uh, groups. And then I also do a lot of group dancing for the youngest group. So I'll get the parents to be holding the children and we'll do coordinated movement like circle dances or line dances, which is just fantastic for social development for children. It sends such a powerful non-verbal message of community and cohesion and then again that rhythmic awareness that they feel in their entire physical body when they're moved to a beat.
0: And do you know how this brings back memories for me too because I spent a a lot of my youth on a farm in the Eastern Cape and there was a lot of singing and dancing that took place on this farm. Uh, Not uh, with me but with the workers on the farm. And I well remember the tiniest children joining in from when they could move at all. When they first walked, they were joining in the dances. And you could see that they were actually joining in the dances. It mm. was amazing.
1: Mm, no, they absolutely love it. And even the smallest ones, when they hear the music, they move their bodies, they bop to a beat, they they activate their hands and feet, and they vocalize, and they get they get so stimulated and excited by the whole experience it's so beautiful to watch people often ask me what do i do with you know babies what do they, they can't do anything but it's one of my favorite sessions is the the youngest ones and then of course the parents the moms and dads who come to the group they benefit as well because they too are singing and making music in community without even realizing
0: so it's all about you and me what a great sound. That was You and Me by a band called Mute, is it?
1: Yeah, I think it's pronounced Mute. Or mute. Mute, it's a German kind of brass marching band. They do an amazing live performance. I saw them at the Good Luck Bar when they were here. And it was just absolutely fabulous.
0: How did you first get involved in uh, what you do now? And why were you drawn to children?
1: Um, I guess as the youngest in my family, I was sort of babysitting my elder cousin's children when I was sort of 11, 12. So you can know as an 11, 12-year-old girl, I loved all my little cousins and the babies and I spent so much time with them. And so just watching them develop and seeing the little wheels turn in their mind as they engaged with different things every day was great. My mom was a day mum to three of them, so they were around throughout my teenage
0: years. So you had good companions?
1: Yeah, I just they were always little children. So when I chose to study, I, I studied child and family psychology. And uh, that was amazing and so fascinating, really. It's amazing how the mind develops and how we as humans go on this developmental journey and then I started teaching in schools in nursery Schools, which is also very lovely, but I'm an artist. I'm a musician myself I'm a creative um, and so I discovered this program this curriculum called kinder music that I work with and it is just fantastic and it's using everything I love working with children and singing and music to do just the best thing, so I I just fell in love with it when I started.
0: But now there are quite a few German systems, I think of the Orff system and the Rudolf Steiner Mm -hmm. system, that involve a lot of music and movement. Mm. Uh, so the fact that it's called Kindermusik would seem to suggest that it comes from Germany.
1: Absolutely, yes, it comes J- from just Germany. Just tell us about it. About 40 years ago is when they first started really looking at the science of music and early childhood development and really discovering that it's a fact that if including music in the life of a very young child, earlier than you would typically include, like primary school way earlier, is incredibly beneficial for foundational brain development. So it started in Germany and it built from there and then it kind of has gotten grown and grown and now it's headed up in, in Greensboro. North Carolina and the States. It's a worldwide community of educators and therapists and uh, early childhood professionals that just design the most wonderful, colorful, creative curriculum.
0: And are there many of you in South Africa?
1: There are quite a few in South Africa, yeah. There's in, uh, a few of us in Joburg and Durban and all, all around. And
0: do you get together from time to time? We do
1: get together, yeah. We have a partnership group and we we help each other with, you know, like yeah. no one else, we know what yeah. it is. It, it is because oh, you all right understand work. each other. Exactly. Yeah. So we do have a partnership. We work.
0: I'm talking to Tracy Matthews, who's a music and movement therapist uh, specializing in early childhood development and very young children. Up to, you said, up to seven.
1: Up to seven. My oldest were seven, but I find if they've been with me since babies, by the time they're six, I've sort of taught them as far as I go in the yeah. curriculum. By the end of it, I've taught them the notes, the notes on the stave, how to read basic beat notation, to recognize the instruments of the orchestra by ear. And we've started doing all these more oh, advanced, and in inverted commas, things with the older children.
0: And then many of them, I guess, go on to individual lessons, yes, or they well, they start they school do, then, I They do, they, they
1: wow. go on to formal music, and I get the most wonderful videos from ex-parents and mums of their child playing guitar now, or playing the oboe now, or... or playing whatever. Whatever, yeah. yes. Or just
0: participating in music. Yeah,
1: well, I've had children who have picked up an instrument after getting an interest from it in my class. I've one who specifically, we, we were doing things about the violin listening, and the child nagged her mother for a year for a violin, and now she plays, and her mum will oh, that's fantastic. things of her playing.
0: Well, here's someone who I'm sure started out young, Dave Brubeck, wonderful pianist. This is the famous Take Five. The wonderful Take Five by Paul Desmond. That featured Dave Brubeck and Paul Desmond himself playing alto sax, the choice of Tracy Matthews, who's my guest in People of Note. And she runs a kinder music program in where?
1: In Greenside, yeah, just on the corner of Glen Eagles.
0: Yeah, I, I know the one. There's a circle there. Yeah. Is it the one with? Uh, are there faces on the yes, wall? There's yes, there's graffiti on the wall. Is that the very house? That's the very house. Yeah. Yeah. So when you drive through uh, <laughs> that part of Greenside, you come f- across the golf course mm. over all the bumps.: Yes <laughs> and then you come to a circle and there's some faces on the What is the story behind those faces?
1: Um, well, I'm an artist myself. Uh, do I, you do them? I, I didn't do those ones, but I'm aspiring to. I've, I've done a whole lot of murals myself, but that one on the, the side with the three faces is by a friend of mine. His, his graffiti name is Nomad. Um, he's a fantastic mural artist, and that is supposed to represent what well, not is supposed to. It represents the age of the soul so those three faces there's a young one and a middle one and, and then an, an old older one. one so he, he said so to me it represents the age of the soul and I know the reference pictures for those portraits were of homeless individuals so he really tried to capture the eyes and the expression of it and then to, to make a commentary on the age of the soul and then down the other side of the wall is uh, kind of more of an open wall for crews to put their things on I'm going to paint that one next I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what else do you do? You're, you're a musician, do you play as well?
1: Um, I play piano and guitar, uh, a little bit of clarinet, a uh, little bit of cello, but I've been neglecting it. I love learning instruments, I'm addicted to the, to the new. And I'm mainly a vocalist, I sing in a jazz duo, and I also work with uh, sound healing with a friend of mine, Paul Boyter. We do um, sound healing sessions and community drumming chant work. Okay
0: now talk to me about the therapeutic value of music for for example for healing purposes because this is something that really interests me because I know that old people when they're perhaps their minds have gone Mm. there's definitely still a recognition of tunes Mm. and music. I've got an an old friend who's now lost his mind completely Mm. but every now and then he sings Mm. nobody quite knows what he's singing but he sings Hmm. and it's very special it's very moving tell me about it
1: well i mean music is one of the only activities if not the only activity that uses the entire brain so when you're singing it's a simple act but it's actually complex neurologically because you're having to listen to your your voice through your ear You you have to audiate the pitch in your mind you're having to control your breathing if you're using lyrics you're having to engage the cognizant kind of language center of the brain. And then it's all related deeply to memories. I mean we know if you hear a song it can take you right back to where you were when you first heard it. So in terms of that for the elderly it's fantastic in getting them to connect with that emotion. And then your emotions. Music speaks a language without words that we all understand uh, across cultures, across religions. Music is a part of most faiths or spiritual traditions. Um, If you speak to me about it, I'm a bit of a music spiritualist. I really believe that music is the meaning of life. It's such a beautiful metaphor for how each person does their individual part and together it creates something bigger than the sum of the parts. And then if you want to even look at at, at, the, at the thought of us all being frequency and everything being a vibration, then when you look at sound healing it's about activating different vibrations to influence the frequency of our body and the water in our body That we're carrying around with us. And so there's all sorts of um, theory about different notes activating different centers, uh, causing healing for disease and all sorts of things. And then for myself, I really believe in singing and healing for singing because of the breath control and the meditation aspect. When you're singing, you're focusing on one point and breathing. And You know, this brings
0: up another very interesting thing for me, because when I was at school, we had a couple of boys who stuttered very, very badly. Mm. Both of them sang in the choir, Mm. and when they sang in the choir, they did not stutter. Mm. Mm. So there's definitely something in this. Definitely.
1: I have a friend who has an autistic uh, son, and he sang before he spoke. He was nonverbal for the longest time, and then eventually she started singing and he sang before he spoke and I have worked with a few special needs children in my circles over the years and uh, children with special needs or different needs f- uh, respond so amazingly to music and will sing literally before they speak. Yeah. So there's a quote, a human beings sing before we speak and we dance before we walk but if you ask most adults if they can sing or dance they say no, no yeah. and I like to say if you can talk you can sing and if you can walk you can dance. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about some more about this because I've just been reading a very interesting book called Temperament also, which is about tuning and the length of uh, pendulum swings and how one pendulum swing can move, of course, a whole lot of other things when it's swinging. Mm. And we'll talk about that now. But all of this is sneaking up behind us. That's what's coming up now. Sneaking up behind you by the Brecker. Or the Becker Brothers, I think it I probably think,
1: is. I know it as the Brecker Brothers, the but Brecker I stand brothers. to be corrected. Yeah, but Brecker I know brothers. it as the Brecker
0: Brothers. It's actually on the list says the Brecker Bothers. <laughs> 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 but this is all, you you like this happy music.
1: Yeah, well, I really do believe in the power of music to affect mood. And then I, I have a playlist of songs that I call like my anti-depression yeah. playlist. And there are certain pieces of music. For me personally, I think everyone will have their own tastes and, and things and really do it for them. But for me, these, these tracks will just get me moving and get me dancing and just feeling absolutely wonderful.
0: Well, and of course, there is sad music too. Absolutely, yeah. which is wonderful as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, my grandmother used to always put on an opera and cry in her room. And I, as a child, I never understood it. And now as an yeah. adult, I often will put on some opera and, and cry and think about my oma. And I, then I relate because she would say, it's, it's good. It's, yeah. a, it's good. Yeah, and, and it is, is good. good. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I've just had an emotional weekend too, a couple of weekends ago with my birthday, and you know, it's a, it was a big birthday. Mm. And uh, our f- somehow in our family, emotions are quite close to the surface. Mm. And it's amazing because once you start, of course, then everyone <laughs> cries. <laughs> it's very catchy. <laughs> uh, I'm talking to Tracy Matthews, who's a music and movement specialist. And this book that I've been reading actually talks about, I I mean, it's Pythagoras and the music of the spheres and how everything seems to have a rhythm about it. I mean, the earth has a rhythm about it, a rhythm of change, a rhythm of seasons. The sea certainly has a rhythm to it. Um, And I think all of nature and all of life has a sort of, the rhythm of life, if Mm, you like, mm. is a powerful beat Mm, as the song goes. I agree. And is there
1: also the Schulman resonance that the earth itself is? emitting for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the magnetic fields and all of that stuff. Uh, and I guess some people would say this is just new age nonsense. But actually, I'm sure there is something in it that we resonate with each other, too. I, I, I mean, agree. we say that, you know. We resonate. resonate. Yeah.
1: Exactly. No, I absolutely yeah. agree. And There's so much we don't understand. And I think we're not meant to understand it necessarily. Um, but just there's definitely... Some some magical. It's funny how happens. a lot of
0: musical expressions come into this. You know, we talk about discord yes. in in life, yes. and I mean that's directly from music. Yes. Or we're in tune with each other. It's yes. all of that stuff. Yes, yeah. living in we harmony. Strike, we strike a chord, yes. you and me. Yeah, yes. all of these things. The expressions come from music, and it's very
1: powerful. Mm. If you look at even the science of sound waves in harmony or in discord, there's there's another level of you know, quantum physics that I certainly don't understand. I only speak as someone who experiences the the benefits and the more emotional, uh, intuitive effect of it, because it is intuitive in every human being. Like, see, with little babies, we have this in us, this draw to sing and to dance and to move and to connect.
0: Uh, do you work with older people, too, perhaps who've had strokes or not?
1: Not, not. myself, no. I'm looking at facilitating adult groups. I've got so many families who ask me, you know, they'll say they look forward to their child's music class more than anything else. Please, and can they, we come now uh, on our own? Yes. <laughs> so they say, well, do you do music for adults? And I've always, oh, I don't. And I'm really looking into making a space yeah. to just kind of facilitate the same sort of thing, uh, but for grown
0: ups. So perhaps now is a good time to ask you, are you busy? I'm fairly busy. Yeah. Busy enough.
1: Busy enough. Uh, there's some spaces in certain ones. You know, working with children, it's always like. Uh, like the ocean, like tides flowing in and out because they grow um, and they move up. So yeah. the baby group will stay with those babies for a little while and then, oops, now they're in toddler group and then, whoops, now they're preschoolers and then new babies come in. So it, it does tend to c- flow, ebb arou- flow ebb and flow. Like, like the, r- the like rhythm of life. Exactly. Yeah. But there's, I've, I'm, I have many wonderful families that I work with yeah. and I'm so, I'm so blessed and I love them also very much. And how
0: do people get hold of you?
1: Um I have a website. Which uh, is it's www.kindermusic, That's K I N D E R M U S I K dot biz.
0: B I Z. B I
1: Z. And then they can pop me a mail there and I'll send it back. I can be a bit snail with my mail. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> for me.
0: W that's K I N D E R M U S I K dot biz. Mm-hmm. B I Z. B I Z, yeah. There you are, and that's where you can get hold of Tracy Matthews, who's my guest in People of Note tonight. She's a music and movement uh, therapist, specialising in children. But I was asking about adults. Obviously, the the short answer to that is you don't really work with adults now or old people, but Not there are people around who do.
1: There are people around who do, and what I do have, have grandmothers join the class with their little ones. So adults attend classes with me, but you with the child yes, as are. the they can't do but it. Maybe
0: you should have a new one now called
1: <laughs> com, Yeah. And, and then with the sound healing uh, with doing soundscape work then there's all sorts of ages that come yeah. and that involves people attending usually we go to a yoga studio or somewhere peaceful and uh, the participants lie down and relax and are led through a meditation and then my partner and I will play harmonium and monochord and flutes and bowls and overtone singing and chant and harmony and people just Bliss out, pass out, and, yeah. and wake up absolutely rejuvenated, and that's all ages that I do that
0: with. That's fantastic. Yeah. and where does that that happens through the same place? They can just
1: no, that's through harmonics.co.za. Yeah.
0: Okay, there you are, harmonics. www.harmonics.co.za. Yeah. Well, here comes uh, a fine old song, oh. Harry Belafonte with. The banana boat this song. This is a
1: fun one to do with little little people. So if anyone has young children, they have not yet introduced this song to their young one. I just love singing the word banana. I don't know if that's just me, but any song that has the word banana in it. I'm a
0: fan. It does it for you? <laughs> what a great song that is. The banana boat song, or Deo, as sung by Harry Belafonte, the choice of Tracy Matthews, my guest in People of Note.
1: How long have you been doing this? Eight years. Yeah, I've been doing kinder music itself for eight years, and I studied four years prior to that, and then, you know, working with all my babies. I've been all pairing, and I worked at an aftercare as my uh, study job. So I've been teaching and working with kids probably for about 12
0: more because you started at 11 you You know yeah (laughs) but
1: when do you really people always ask me i I sing as well where how long have you been singing in my whole whole life life, yeah (laughs) you know yeah it's like me
0: i you know when i started piano lessons at six that's actually when i started yeah
1: yeah yeah, whole life but kinder music itself and facilitating community group music eight years Yeah.
0: yeah and what made you start on that did you think Actually, I'd like to do something with kinder music because kinder music is like a trademark. Yes, it's a
1: curriculum that's uh, that's there. It's a program that's... um been created over many years so you just latched onto it yeah I qualified yeah. through them they have their own uh, course and training that yeah. you do and then the partnership groups we were talking about you have to keep your professional development points up so we're constantly um, having meetings and um, conferences we will have guest speakers and just keep up our knowledge on the latest sort of things so just give us an then.
0: idea of how many people do you have to go somewhere for these conferences or do they come here
1: we gather in now in our individual yes. groups okay. that we are so in Johannesburg there's a community kind of fluctuates as well for anywhere between six and twelve yeah. over the years it's been ladies yeah. and will communicate amongst us. The Are South there York any Eastern. men amongst them? No. No. All women. All women.
0: And throughout South Africa? All women. All women. Because I, 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 I taught at a prep school and it was the seven, well I can't say the most, they were definitely very formative years for me mm. teaching in a prep school mm. and it was just such fun. We had a jaw, actually, in this prep school. Mm. I think the headmaster was continually amazed by what went on in the school. He just, he sat in his study and sort of studied history. That was his gig. Mm. Uh, And the school just went on beneath him. This unbelievable school that I taught in. It was a a prep school in England, a choir school, an old ramshackle place, but with unbelievable energy. Mm. And we had fantastic schoolmasters some many of whom had studied at Oxford and Cambridge but were sort of really into teaching young kids and they were unbelievable we wrote plays we wrote musicals we had we we had a joll actually i don't know about the kids they they did too mm. we had an absolute jaw in that school mm. and it was very revealing to me about what kids can do uh, given the opportunity. Because the sky is Absolutely. the limit. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you find that. That's also why
1: I love working with the littlest ones. Because even myself, after years of of doing things, sometimes I'll present an activity to young children, and in the back of my mind, i think, it's going to be over their head. And they manage, and they love yeah. it. They love to be engaged, yeah. and they do so much better than we give them credit for. I've had a group of five-year-olds before sitting around with a metronome on, each child with a different instrument, the their section, you know, you get shake a shaker section on the drum section whatever, and then I'll put down a little rhythm for them to read, put the metronome on. One, two, three, and they play it. It's uh, fantastic to see, and like you say, if you give them the opportunity, children will really surprise you. Yeah. They really... Well,
0: and I also think, you know, those the kids that I taught, they were there from age 7 to 12 or 13. And I'm telling you, by th- some of them, there were 12 of them who were choristers in the cathedral. They were absolute professional musicians at the age of 12. And you think back to Mozart and Mendelssohn mm, and these mm. kids. But actually, for those kids that I was teaching, by the time they were 12, they were professionals. They were professional musicians. It was unbelievable.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Quite amazing. So, tell us about Stevie Wonder. This is Sir Duke coming up.
1: Sir Duke, this is one of my favorite uh, Morning Time songs. You just have to feel, you have to feel it all over. You can feel it all over me now. Um, And it's like a tribute to all my favorite singers. He mentions uh, Ella Fitzgerald in there. And uh, just, it's a beautiful song. I love it.
0: Stevie Wonder with yeah. Sir Duke. Yay! <laughs> Go, Stevie! Uh, now, you just gave us a little glimpse of your voice there. Oh. Uh, and you said you have another career as a singer. Yes. Tell us about that.
1: Um, well, I've, I love to sing. Uh, so I also I work with a wonderful partner named Kira Witherkay, and she plays well, so many instruments beautifully, but she plays guitar and she does percussion with her feet and we perform a lovely jazz set. So we sing jazz standards. Mostly private events at the moment. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of weddings. Is it growing? It is, yeah. 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 Very word of mouth as artist types, I guess.
0: Um, But it's all from your base in Greenside. Yes, well,
1: Kira lives in Pretoria. Uh, That thing is called Jazzed Up with Kira with a K and Tracy Matthews. And yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's it's one of my favourite things to do. Is so, where do we find the website of that? That's a Facebook page, jazzed up with Kira with a K, with her K and Tracy
0: Matthews. There yeah, you go. Jazzed
1: up. Got some YouTube videos and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, and I see Ella's coming up now.
1: Ella's one of my absolute inspirations, yeah. And this particular song, Coochie Coochie Coo, I like to play it before my baby classes. Yeah, Coochie 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 Coo, honey baby. Could I be your Coochie Coo, honey maybe? Then we'll Coochie Coochie Coo, honey won't we? Peek-a-boo, I love you Coochie Coo. <laughs>
0: the great Ella Fitzgerald with Coochie Coochie Coo. The choice of Tracy Matthews, who's my guest in People of Note. Tracy, it's pretty obvious to me that you've got a lot of energy and enthusiasm <laughs> for what you do. And I guess with kids, and I, I mean, I used to find this myself too, a lot of it is just keeping up the energy levels, which is quite tough yeah. when you're going, you know, with lots of kids. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, parents will ask me, you know, how do you do it? Because I'll do classes back to back and they'll attend one and then be wiped out and they're leaving and the next group is coming in. But I always say the children actually give me energy. They actually keep you energized because you have to be so in the present moment with a young child. It's almost like they have a, a radar for when you when you go into your mind or when you're not with them in, in the present. And that itself is it's almost the fountain of youth. If you If you're in the present and you're just absolutely with them, in that moment then there is no there's no there's you, no you pick, the you pick up the vibes you pick up the vibes absolutely and got, i like to consider myself a quite an empath you know and being in a room full of children enjoying music is it's really delightful it's on the energy special. body yeah, yeah it's yeah, really yeah. lovely so. yeah
0: i will remember the, the same applies to the choirs that i work with mm. i think what well, you know people come at night they're tired after a day in the office but actually m- very often they go away with more energy at Mm. the end because they are revved up by the music. There's definitely something about singing with the breathing and the, and the vibrations and the whatever it is. What is that? There's like not dopamine, but something like that. Is it dopamine? Yeah, dopamine, Dopamine.
1: yeah. Dopamines our heavy. Whatever it
0: releases. Serotonin. Serotonin, all that stuff. And it releases something in you, which gives you lots of, Energy.
1: Mm, I definitely think so. Yeah. And then, I mean, for myself personally, it's my absolute passion. So I feel very blessed to be able to love what I do. In this day and age, it's sometimes you, I often meet people who don't love what they you do. Know, you know, people will meet me and then they'll say, "Wow, you know, it's nice to what meet." What a nice who, life you have! Who loves <laughs> what they do, and so uh, that's also. It, it yeah I, I feel so blessed every
0: day. Did you study music also?
1: I did not study music. I did music as a child. I sang in the choir. I played a recorder. Where was that? Coffee yeah. a few primary. Yeah. Yeah. Um I played in the school off group, you know, on the Marumbas. I played a bass recorder. I was such a nerd but I loved it. I still do. Um so yeah, I never I never took it much further than that in terms of formal. I've always been more feeling based. Um yeah.
0: And your next choice is from Chocolat. It's uh, Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli. And this is called Minor Swing. I just love Django. Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli with the soundtrack orchestra. That was Minor Swing from Chocolat. Just talk to me about food for a moment. Now, and I know this is not your gig, but uh, Chocolat is mm. the chocolate is one of my favorites oh, I have me to too. tell you yeah oh, me too. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that all these things are somehow tied up with what we eat and you know what they give kids mm. too much sugar or too little sugar or whatever it is, but do you have recommendations for? feeding kids also Oh,
1: absolutely tell us uh, absolutely well i mean we are so much what we put into our bodies i think in this day and age we've created this huge disconnect between food and mood um, so i absolutely believe that what we put into ourselves will either poison or give us energy and we all know this if we drink a bottle of red wine we feel less than fantastic the next day we make it we make the connections in certain spheres of our lives but then when we eat the takeout or the fast food or the high sugar food um we, we don't make that connection that we're feeling low or our energy slumps or our mood maybe slumps. So definitely for children, n- no sugar, no chocolates and sweets if possible. I mean, it's I never judge anybody because uh, this 21st century living is hard on us all. But wherever you can to keep it uh, pure, fruits, veg... Little ones discipline their palate from little, so I mean. But it's always easier said than done, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Children will be children, but it, I think just keeping being aware of what we eat, putting us some consciousness then and, and keeping it as pure as we can, and just being aware of the toxins we're putting in, just just some awareness is important, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, well, I must say we get strict instructions about. Uh, Olivia, and our sugar. grandchild.
1: When, and sugar. Oh, but I absolutely do see that though because yeah. with children, their little bodies are small. So when you give a, a two-year-old a piece of a Kit Kat finger, it's like giving an adult an entire Toblerone to eat. You know, and how would you feel if you just chugged a giant Toblerone yeah. in your face and then were told to sit down? You know, so you definitely, you can see it with the little ones, yeah. how they bounce off the wall. And then yeah. obviously no fizzy drinks and caffeine and things like
0: that. Yeah. So it's all joined up somehow. This Oops. rhythm of life and rhythm of food and rhythm of music yeah. and rhythm of everything. We're
1: holistic yeah. beings you know and I think my favorite thing about what I do and music is that connection ability and that ability to speak to the heart and to connect people and have people work together as a group and, and see that commonality and how we're more the same than we are different. Yeah. And then especially with working with families and young children, I mean when you're a new family or you have a young child in the home it's very hard, um, most people are quite unprepared for this sheer sleep deprivation and 24-hour and job that it tough. is. It's a huge thing, it's a big adjustment. So then even coming together and sitting in circle and making music is good for all of us to connect. And our families will often share their stories and find out that they're more the same. Everybody is struggling with the same feelings and fears and, and things and not sharing it. And once we share it, we lighten the load for everybody.
0: so. Kinder music or Clamber Club or whatever it is, is really for the moms. I
1: think, you know, I, I absolutely love it that the, the selfless nature of a parent because they would never sign up for their own music therapy hour a week but they do and they benefit as much as the children. It's fantastic.
0: You're listening to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Koch and my guest tonight is Tracy Matthews who's a music and movement therapist and it's just about seven o'clock so we're going to take a break and we'll be back after this. It was a rather unusual piece called Even Song. Just tell us about that.
1: That is off an album by Akara called The World Beyond. And it is a beautiful album. I could just listen to it from start to finish. It's one of those. I, lo- I love listening to an album from start to finish at the best of times. But this one is just absolutely gorgeous. The song that plays after that is called Skydance. It's beautiful. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's kind of a very progressive journey of... Different kind of instrumentation, and supposedly, or the inspiration was to be kind of representing a trip to heaven or to the ethereal or, or transmuting a, a message from the divine. I think that is the inspiration.
0: Well, I like to think that uh, music actually gives us glimpses of heaven every mm. now and then. Definitely. I For me, absolutely 100%. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so sad, actually, that schools. Have often taken music out of the curriculum. Mm. Uh, when I was at school, certainly we had a singing class mm. every week. Mm. Uh, we had a very strong choir at the school where I was, and that's what got me hooked on music. Mm. And it's something cheap and easy because everyone has a voice. Mm. Whether you're a whether you think you can't sing or not, you really can. Yeah. So uh, I'm. I mean, there's an occasional child who is a droner, but. But it's very, very rare. Most kids can sing, so I think it's really sad that those simple pleasures that one can get out of singing have sometimes been, or often, often, sadly, been removed from the curriculum. Just tell us about this. Yeah. I
1: mean, I agree with you. Like we were chatting about earlier, I got my foundation in in school, had the choir, and we had a music class every week, and I'll never forget Mrs. Elliott, too. Uh, taught us with all the off equipment and stuff. It was amazing and it is the first thing to cut and it is very sad Because now we, we what we know about education and, and the development of the brain and learning is that music actually prepares the mind for learning there have been so many studies now about how it's the most uh, profound brain
0: exercise. Is this the, the Mozart effect you're talking about? That, that, that sort yeah, of yeah. thing.
1: Exactly. There's a direct correlation between music making or a musician 's brain and how they process and store memory uh, versus someone who 's a non musician i don 't necessarily mean a professional musician no, just no, no. somebody who's
0: and who i can, exercise that yeah. part
1: because so when you 're reading music you 're looking and following it 's a complex mind activity it 's extremely do.
0: complex and and yet and it
1: becomes so happy and yeah. and second nature at the same time but
0: that 's why for that very reason that it 's so important because mm. when you 're learning music you 're learning about Divisions, uh, Although it may be uh, sort of intuitive, subliminal, yeah. intuitive, you're learning about divisions and multiplication mm. and and putting things into order mm. and, and uh, mind, eye, hand mm. coordination. And then feeling and as well. And, and then all of feeling these all things. comes
1: in. So in Northern Europe, uh, music is actually very much a part of a structured curriculum. They'll start their day, I've heard. Uh, Teachers say that in Sweden they'll start the day with music class because after an hour of music practice, the mind is actually ready for, for learning. It's like a good meditation for the mind. And some of the good schools will still keep music programs. There are some lovely music programs around, um, but it is a sad fact that it often gets cut. And
0: it's such a sad it's thing such because a sad thing. it's such an easy and beautiful way mm. to prepare people for for life, mm. actually.
1: I think the arts, that's almost the the struggle of the arts is to get credence that it deserves. You know, so often the arts programs will be cut, you know, to make way for mathematics programs or science programs, which are absolutely invaluable. We need them. But part of being human, part of being a fully functioning, holistic human being is to include that arts nature that we're all born with. It's so important. And when we take that out, we rob ourselves. We rob ourselves of a a more... um, more beautiful experience of life.
0: And the other thing uh, which um, learning a musical instrument for example does, and you think of people who started at a very young age, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean you think of the great uh, prodigies throughout musical history of Schubert, uh, Mozart, uh, Mendelssohn, these people learned instruments at a very young age and it gives you, because it's disciplined, you have to have a certain approach to discipline and practice mm. and doing it every day and so on, that creates a whole system for you to run your life Absolutely. As well. It's and a way of life.
1: You get to experience that reward of consistent effort, kind of you go, you go nowhere, you go nowhere, you go nowhere, oh, suddenly you're better. Yeah. And then you go nowhere, you go nowhere, you go nowhere, oh, suddenly you're better. So you learn to just keep on and to keep practicing and to apply consistent effort in one
0: direction. And you think of all these things that have been built up over the years. The water comes in and just washes the sand away like castles made of sand.
1: Ah, Jimi Hendrix.
0: What a guitarist. (laughs) Doesn't do him going on in the background. Jimi Hendrix, castles made of sand, the choice of Tracy Matthews, my guest in People of Note tonight. I see your next choice is bold as love Mm. and I can see and hear and feel, I feel the vibrations that you you (laughs) really love what you do. And this is so important. I mean, I love what I do. Mm. I love doing these interviews. I love making music and I've done it all my life and it really keeps me going. Mm. And I'm sure you too.
1: Yeah, no, I do. I love it. I do. I love what I do. I love the people and I love seeing them. blossom you know just slowly over the months and years you just witness just absolute blossoming in people and it's brought out the best in me as well you know I used to be much more of a shy individual I never would sing in public much before I started teaching and uh, so it's 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 enabled me to step into uh, a better version of, of myself or actually using my skills that I've been put yeah. here to use you know
0: and just to go back a moment to what we were talking about earlier, it's interesting that a lot of the, the philosophy for this um, early childhood development and so on does come from Europe from, if you think of the OrF system, Rudolf Steiner could die in Hungary. Mm. Many of them had whole systems built up for teaching children from a very young age about singing, playing, being involved in music, mm. uh, and so on, Rudolf Steiner with the Waldorf schools and so on. So I think it's extremely important what you're doing.
1: At this point, it's not even like a maybe. Does it maybe? No, no, no. It definitely, absolutely affects, and we can all feel it. I think that's even why, as adults, we'll go to music events, we'll enjoy uh, watching. I like watching the orchestra, and you can feel that greaterness that comes from everything.
0: Yeah. And so, how early, and I mean, I'm asking you professionally now how how early do you think, because people often phone me and say, "Is my child too young to go to a concert
1: Okay.
0: now, obviously concerts can be quite long, yes and kids can't necessarily sit still for or all that keep time. quiet, or keep quiet, which or is fine keep quiet so what do you suggest for people who say... I mean, would you suggest putting on a concert of half an hour or something specially for young kids?
1: Yeah, well, they do. The National Children's Theatre is a wonderful avenue. They have wonderful little shows, shows all the time that are... I mean, I... I parents of mine often go and they always report back rave reviews from the National Children's Theatre. So that's a wonderful environment where children are free to vocalise and engage because I recently went to watch the winter concerts of the JPO and I was watching it and I had been covering a percussion section with my five-year-olds and I was thinking oh I would love them to be sick because I was sitting right there and then I realised there is no ways they'll be able to be quiet for the hour because I mean somebody coughed and it was like ooh, you know uh, <laughs> yeah. whereas a child yeah. who's five is is yeah. gonna even just go wow or say something so yeah. I mean I would love to to see a, a, a show of the orchestra presented for children a shorter one where just they can make noise so yeah. that they don't disturb the more yeah. serious audience. I do do
0: quite a lot of uh, concerts yeah. for kids well, um, and actually one of them recently I we had a lot of kids in the audience so I said okay now what I'm gonna do now is you come up onto the stage and sit next to the instrument that you like oh, best. Wonderful. I mean we, we introduced the instruments one by one. Oh wonderful. And they did that and it was inter. I I had no one sitting next to me.
1: Oh, I'm sure I they just didn't know it was an option, <laughs> Richard.
0: And then when I said I said, you know, I feel desperate now oh. because Everyone's chosen an instrument except the conductor. And then one <laughs> child says, I'll come and sit with you. <laughs> oh, goodness. It was so sweet. That's very lovely. Yeah. So here we go. John Mayer, Bold as Love. Yeah. Well, they were enjoying that. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure.
1: John, May, I, I like uh, Jimi Hendrix's body of work so much that it was it was actually really difficult making choices for music for the show. When I first got the, the instructions to choose could twenty, you had too many? yeah, well, I thought, how will I ever come up with twenty pieces? And then when I started selecting, it was how will I ever sh- narrow that's, it down to twenty pieces? Isn't so it interesting difficult. how that happens? Yeah. So Jimi Hendrix is one of my favorites, and then I, I could already, I decided to pick one piece from each artist. And then, so "Boulder's Love is a, a Hendrix song covered by John Mayer there. And he's just a more contemporary kind of blues rock guitarist. I have my rock and roll as well.
0: So <laughs> if people are thinking of uh, taking their child to, bringing their child to you, to mm-hmm. kinder music, or they may be, I guess they're spread out around Joburg, mm-hmm. you're all linked up. Yeah. So uh, what do they need to consider when they do it? I mean, they should just come, basically. Yeah. They I can mean, can they come and see what's happening in order to do to yeah. make a decision?
1: Yes, I offer everybody a free demo class. They're welcome to come for a trial, see what it's about, meet me, see how their children react. Everybody loves it, though. Um, but absolutely, they're welcome to come and have a look first yeah. before they
0: make up their mind. So they must just go to that website, yeah, that's which that's is www.kindermusik.biz. B I Z yeah and then if you want to go along and have a look. and But you're at the moment, you're sort of into a season, if you like, and it starts again in? In September, from yeah. the
1: 10th of September. I run my uh, program along with the private school terms in the area that I work in. Um, so with the private school terms, I close. And so my new term starts 10th of September. But I am taking bookings from now.
0: Yeah, so, so there you go, if okay. you want to go. Do you sometimes have grands bringing children? Yes,
1: definitely. A gran- lot. Quite a lot of grands. It's wonderful. And a lot of dads also come. Yeah. Some nannies and au pairs come. Um, it's fantastic. For the nannies and au pairs, they get a whole repertoire of fun things to repeat with the children um, during the day. For the grannies, it's wonderful quality time to spend. And for the dads, it's also, I love having dads in class. Um, it gives the men a vocabulary to engage with their small child. With A lot of men uh, were robbed of. Not wrong, but haven't experienced young, young children. So they speak a different language. I mean, little children operate not quite like adults, and it can be quite frustrating if you don't know. Um, So parents learn all sorts of wonderful, fun, musical-based activities that their children just absolutely love and resonate with. And even for me, after teaching for so many years, sometimes I'm surprised at what the the children love. And you you think like, no, this, and then you do it, and the children absolutely respond amazingly and
0: if people say to you uh now my child should learn an instrument Mm -hmm. and this i mean i often get this too Mm -hmm. and what do you say to them
1: so what the program i do keeps the fun formula till age six or so and then i do cover with them Uh, the stave and the notes and the basic rhythm uh, so they learn what they can when they're little without forcing them to have to do fine motor articulations that they're physically not ready for. On occasion you do find a child who is just more inclined than than the rest. And and ready for it. Really really you know so if the child is consistently asking for a guitar and therefore you know.
0: Or a violin. Or
1: a violin or whatever. I always recommend kind of free play so that they can get the the feeling and the joy first and formal should start around six or seven when the finger articulation can come into play especially with our string instruments that require quite a lot of strength in the hands to do so if you start uh, a thing like that before a child is strong enough it can it can can do detriment.
0: And you know I was I remember going to my piano lessons. The thing I liked best was my dog was able to go with me. And the <laughs> dog came with me and lay at my feet. Oh, cute. It was around the corner from where we lived. Lovely. And then we'd go, come boy, and then we'd go home again and the dog. Yeah. I so my dog. cello teacher's yeah.
1: dog used to be in the studio when yeah. I was when I was doing my cello lessons. So, it was so experience. Yeah. And
0: these are important things too cuz me and my dog, we were like buddies, Friends. you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Ah, and here comes the girl from Ipanema. Mm. The unmistakable sound of Kenny G. That was the girl from Ipanema. The choice of Tracy Matthews, who's my guest in People of Note. How do you relax yourself, Tracy? How do Cause, I relax? Yeah, I mean, because working with <laughs> little kids can be quite exhausting, also. Yeah, so, there are times. And what do you do when you're not teaching and you're not? Performing jazz and what what do you like to do? I mean do you like the bush or do you like? I do. Mountain climbing or what I is do it like
1: those things? I like to camp. I like to get away into nature. I love
0: hiking. Where do you go?
1: Um, well all over the is beautiful. Um, I'm going to Mozambique next week actually uh, to Quantum Molongan camping there and um, uh, mountain sanctuary is also a nice little spot that's close by to get So you enjoy nature. Much. I enjoy nature, absolutely. You can go and sort Even just walking of in the park in the or, yeah. or Delta Park, I like to go for long walks. Um just walking. Yeah. Um I, I do yoga. Uh, uh, so that's great. And I love salsa dancing as well. Yeah. Like so you don't find
0: it difficult to relax?
1: No. <laughs> do you listen to music? I listen to lots of music, yeah.
0: When when you're on your own too. Yeah. 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 fabulous and your next choice is Killer Queen Oh, I love Queen why
1: I just I just do
0: have you seen the movie <laughs>
1: I haven't yet but I've heard fantastic things I haven't seen a movie in years I haven't been to the theatre in a long yeah. time yeah
0: well here it comes Killer, Killer Queen. Queen there we go Killer Queen uh, performed by Queen and I don't know how many of you have seen that movie uh, about Freddie Mercury, but it's the talk of the town at the moment. That and the one about uh, um, Elton John also. Mm-hmm. So these, mm-hmm. these big figures. Well, they're, and, and your last three, actually, it's Lena McCartney, Queen and Elton John. They're like big figures in mm. in the music world and their music goes on it's a bit like Bach and Mozart you Absolutely. know they just they go on
1: when when an artist has something important to share or even if it's just something authentic I think it resonates with all yeah. of us that just even just that truth of being you know so even even if it's a little bit messy sometimes or off, off the cuff if, if it's real then it speaks, and that's why these classics just stay with us.
0: And who knows where those guys started? Maybe their moms took them to, you know, a, yeah. a childhood development center. Well, somewhere.
1: I mean, I'm not not sure, but John Lennon's mother definitely taught him to play the guitar. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who, know?
0: who knows what's going to come out of these young kids? And that's actually one of the beautiful things is that Young kids, as long as they get a good start in life, and this is, uh, let's just talk for a moment about the wider community in South Africa because I've also been part of a uh, a movement called Ntataise, which helps with uh, early childhood development in many of the rural communities Mm. in South Africa because in days gone by, kids were often around their parents when they lived in rural communities. But that's been disrupted now somewhat by bringing them to town where people have to go to work. Mm. And the kids often get left Mm. perhaps with someone who doesn't understand the value of teaching them stuff when Mm. they're very little. And I think that's a big sadness.
1: Mm. I think it's a big sadness that community music in general has been lost from our society. So, I mean, before we had the wonderful technology of being able to record music, the only way we would be able to experience it or hear it would be to to make it ourselves in community and i think that's why there's such strong traditions of lullabies and campfire songs and every culture will have their dances and songs and traditions and now we've we've separated ourselves from this process as if it's something other people do Um, and it's 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 a great sadness for us and because it is so very powerful to experience
0: and also uh, people lose their traditional songs when mm. they migrate to cities. Mm. So all that fantastic tradition of folk music, I don't know what the yeah. real name is, it's sort of, uh, you know, the music that people had. Cultural, cultural world music. Yeah, yeah, World music is gets lost in these huge impersonal cities that yeah. we live in.
1: And there's a very interesting book called The Music Instinct, um, where he talks about, um, just how all these cultures through time have had music as a part of it. And because music activates the higher functioning of the brain, he postulates that music is the reason for human evolution, basically. It took us from this simple sort of thinking to just a more dynamic way of using our minds. And it's this well, and connecting the thread through yeah, And the
0: beginnings of, of a cultural heritage rather yeah. than just hunting an animal to eat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, creating. Because it brings people together exactly. also. yeah. Well, this has been a fascinating couple of hours with Mm. Tracy Matthews, who's been my guest in People of Note. So if you want to awaken your inner spirit of music, Mm. then you should contact her. Or more important, if you want to awaken the inner music in your child or your grandchild, then just go to their website, www.kindermusik.biz. Or, if you want to hear Tracy Matthews as a jazz singer, you have to go to? Uh,
1: you have to look for Jazzed Up with Kira Witherkay and Tracy Matthews. We're on Facebook and YouTube. And then if you want to hear me chanting and overturning and doing a more meditative work, then that's at harmonics.co.za.
0: There you are. So all sorts of wonderful things that you can and do. You
1: know, the best thing about music as therapy is it's so much fun. It's so lovely. So you, you come and you participate and it all just feels amazing. And we're getting all the benefits as we go.
0: There you are. And don't forget that going to live music is such an important part of the musical life of South Africa. And it's what I do. I put on lots of concerts for people to go and enjoy these things live. Mm. And it can be a very special experience. So. It's not just about recorded music. So don't forget, Yes. make music part of your life.
1: I've seen your orchestra from scratch before, and that is a fantastic project, if I may just say. It that is, is magical yeah. as well, because yeah. how it comes together just in that yeah. morning is just, yeah.
0: oh, too beautiful. <laughs> you should come and play. Ah!
1: play <laughs> <your cello.
0: laughs> the wonderful cello sonata by Rachmaninoff, played by Anne-Marie van der Vestesen and Ilse Schumann. And that rounds off our people of note for tonight, because Tracy, amongst other things, also plays the cello. So there we are. Thanks for listening. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.